man, <laughs> that was uh, that was rough, dude. I had some uh, technical difficulties there for a minute. Let me just make sure that everything. Okay, good. All right, <laughs> we're here, folks. Two minutes late. I apologize. That's my fault. Um, Matt, welcome back, dude. Man, I appreciate it. I appreciate you holding down. I know I've uh, missed last week. Uh, we had a sudden death in the family, so I was out of town. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, dude. That's uh, it's never easy to deal with, but uh, we uh, we did the best we could without you. <laughs> it's always a little bit of a struggle, but uh, we made it happen, and now we're here, back in full force. Talking paranormal is back. Full go time. Yes, sir. So, Matt, lately, dude, I have been obsessed with the ocean. <laughs> it is something that has always interested me because, you know, we spend so much time looking up at the stars. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, you know, so much money is invested into exploring outer space. And yet, 80% of the world's ocean is unexplored <laughs> untouched by man. So, you know, it begs the question, you know, we're looking for life elsewhere when we don't even know all the life that exists here on earth. So I thought it would be fun to talk about the mysterious deep ocean today on the show. Man, I'm going to sidetrack you for like just a second. Go for um, it. I've, I have to. I'll need to look into it, but I'm gonna bring it up right now, and I'll have okay. more info on it next week. Um, I saw something when I was scrolling that there was a crack in our ozone for like 14 hours. What? And nobody's talking about it. Really? Yeah. I. It was a quick. I was scrolling, and then of course, naturally, I closed it to go do something else for a second, thinking it would be right there when I opened it back up, and it was gone. So I gotta do a little bit more digging on it. But, like, if that's if this is true, how come no one's talking about it? Man, uh, some people are cleaning it up real quick, I imagine. Uh, I imagine so. Interesting. Wow. A hole in our ozone layer for 14 hours. Like, hmm. a, like a, from what I was seeing, it was a whole-ass crack. Like, it cracked. <laughs> was it? I gosh, I uh wow, you know, lately I have been uh I've been thinking about all the recent government, you know, releasing of footage and stuff of UFOs. I just find it all super super suspected. I don't trust oh, it absolutely. at all. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. You know, it's like for so long they were like, "No, <laughs> Nothing's going on. UFOs aren't real. But then you'd hear little things that are like, oh, yeah, UFOs are real. And now they're just, they're full board, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, here's, yeah, here's, here's some footage. <laughs> the, we've said it before. The fact that they're being so honest about it now is sus. <laughs> Dude, super sus. I, man, I, I just, I, I really wish I knew what they were up to, but I, I just can't imagine it being anything good, you know? No. Not even a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, crazy dude. You missed uh, you missed some interesting videos last week. Um, 
I don't have you had a chance to watch the episode? I was so busy getting caught back up from being out of town for so many days sure. that I just I have not had time to watch it yet. Um, I'm going to tonight when we're done here, so I can share my thoughts. Yeah, uh, watch it, watch it, and uh, report back on the next episode. There's a couple good videos in there, um, and uh, we got a couple good ones tonight as well. Um, I tried to. I've been trying to go two UFO videos, two ghost videos, and two Bigfoot or cryptid videos. Yeah. Um, for this episode, just because I thought I'd like to uh, shake it up a little bit. Um, and these are uh, a few of these I've been sitting on for a minute. Um, and I thought they would be good for today's episode. Um, what, uh, before we get into the videos, I'm curious, what do you find more compelling? the search in outer space or the potential search for things we haven't discovered yet in our oceans. Man, I really feel like we should be like more paying attention to here before yeah. worrying about going anywhere else. Um, yeah. Now that being said, I've brought this up before too. I cannot for the life of me figure out why they are so obsessed with getting to Mars to set up, biodomes on mars versus not doing a test run on the moon or in the ocean <laughs> yeah there's a, a race to get off planet earth uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as far away as we can with what we have as technology yeah you know i've also heard now this is a, just speculation i don't know if any of it's true but i've heard a lot of earth's billionaires are building like super, super legit bunkers. It's like, hmm. Well, I mean, that's always, they've always been building legit bunkers. I mean, what else are you going to do with all your money, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just, I just find it, I don't know, super sus, dude. There's, I just, there's something going on with the alien thing and I can't quite figure it out. I think they're going to fake an alien invasion. <laughs> that's what I think. But... I mean, they very well could. My deal, my deal of it is, is I got super suspect. When all of a sudden, like the top billionaires were like, "Oh yeah, we're building spaceships. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah." And I was like, mm. "Hmm, yeah." Mm -hmm. Now, fun fact: I do know for a fact. I'm sure somebody's bought it by now. There was a retired Atlas missile silo for sale for five hundred fifty thousand dollars. Really? <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, it's underground. There's multiple yeah. levels. <laughs> I, I like the sound of that. That's actually pretty cheap when you think about it. I wonder how how legit it is. You know, I mean, it, they had the schematics and everything on there. Wow. They had a they had a view. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> let me let me ask you something. And I know we've we've covered it a little bit on this show. What do you think about these USOs? The unidentified submerged objects. Man. I don't know. I, I would have to assume the easiest way for something to move around hidden, especially with our advances in observational technology, as far as cameras and stuff like that go. I, you'd have to imagine that the easiest way to move around would be under the water where we're not looking. Right? You know, you you get through our atmosphere and you dump right into the water. 
nobody's going to go looking for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you get through, get through somewhere there's not a heavy population, get in the ocean, it's all connected, and you just cruise around, you know? Yeah, and, you know, one thing, I've just, for a very long time, I've been super fascinated with the Mariana Trench and the Challenger Deep, the deepest part of the ocean, that as deep as you can get on planet Earth, it's like, gosh, I think nearly 36,000 feet deep. And only yeah, a few pretty, people. It's pretty down there. Only a few people have gone down there, and I actually heard that there is a company that, for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, you can go down to the deepest part of planet Earth. Seven hundred fifty grand. <laughs> Good lord, somebody's gonna pay it. But I, admittedly, the ocean scares the hell out of me. It oh, yeah. scares no, me absolutely. so much. I. The closest I've ever come to death has been drowning on multiple occasions. And one time was in the ocean. Thank God my uncle saved my life. But um, ever since then, and, and I've always been creeped out about the ocean just because, you know, the water, you really don't know what the hell's down there. And when I got pulled out, <laughs> I got pulled out to sea, <laughs> basically, uh, no matter how hard I, I didn't realize that, you know, you want to swim parallel to shore. And I was trying to swim directly back, and I felt the ground, the sand underneath my feet, moving so fast. And the more I swam, the more I, I could feel the power of the ocean pulling me out. And I was actually with my cousin. We were on um, boogie boards. And thank God we had one, because if it wasn't for that damn boogie board, we'd probably be dead. We probably would have drowned. Because I, I, fan I took swim lessons as a kid, and I fancied myself a pretty decent swimmer. And... Uh, you can't mess with the power of the ocean <laughs> and it was pulling us out and we were screaming at uh, my aunt, his mom and my stepmom on shore. We were screaming at him, help, help. And we're waving our hands and they're on the shore going, Hey, and we're getting sucked out. Like they are looking very, very small. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm, I literally thought I was going to die. And our uncle's, were on the shore and they were looking and my uncle immediately knew something was not right. And he tossed his hat, took off his shirt, jumped in. And my other uncle was a uh, volunteer firefighter and they came out, saved us. Thank God. But I, I ended up throwing up ocean water later because I was, I was struggling. I thought I was going to die. There was a point where I just gave up. I was like, all right, well, this is gonna, how I'm going to die. Scariest moment of my life. And ever since then, my fear of the ocean, which I already had a fear, my fear of the ocean skyrocketed. And now, I don't know, I find myself obsessed with, you know, the mysteries of the deep, dude. So, like, I've always had a healthy respect for the ocean. I've always thought the ocean was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And even though I live in a landlocked state, I've never, I've only seen the ocean like once in my life. Oh, really? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so... And I love sharks. Shark Week is a must every year for me. <laughs> Shark Week also ruined the ocean for me. Because <laughs> they start showing how great whites will literally leap out of the water because they hit you so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, I'm out. Yeah, man. So, so Shark Week is also introduced. Did you ever watch their mockumentary about the Megalodon? 
I saw bits and pieces of it after the um was it the mermaid one. I saw one and oh, I was man. like I, I think I talked about it on this podcast where I was fooled for a couple minutes. And the thing we that gave it, it away, the thing that gave it away was the people talk like the experts or whatever the scientists. So I was like, <laughs> this guy's a this guy's an actor. <laughs> but uh once and it's not just one channel that does it. From what I understand, there's multiple channels that do these mockumentaries. And it really pisses me off. One of them was um, about Bigfoot, like capturing Bigfoot, I guess. I haven't seen it. I heard it's ridiculous. Oh, um, I haven't seen that one either. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Th- those mockumentaries piss me off because certain people will fall for it. Like, man, I can't believe people fall for that kind of stuff. Oh, man. Like everyone fell for the Megalodon documentary <laughs> and, or and mockumentary. What? Everyone. I, you know, the crazy thing about it is like, even though I'm scared of the ocean, like I want Megalodon to be real. <laughs> I don't know why. I just want it to be true. I mean, it would just like, I'm, I'm not so sure I want the Megalodon to be real, but like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I'm trying to think of the right words to say here. Like, I would want to be proven right about there being like sea serpents. Like 100%. forget to forget to megalodon. I don't want a scientifically proven animal to be real out there. I want that mythical son of a bitch to be proven real. That's what I want. I want like a sea dragon or like a sea serpent or the Leviathan. Hell, yeah. even Cthulhu could come up out of the ocean. I would be tipping pink. You know, when you look back into history and all the explorers that were on these ships back in the day. It's, I don't know if it's a coincidence that they all claim to have seen sea serpents and stuff. Yeah. I don't find that far-fetched at all. And to think humans are just so cocky, dude. Oh, that doesn't exist. Like, How the f- do you know, dude? 80% yeah. of the ocean is unexplored. <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't know what the hell's down there. Have you seen what some people are trying to explain away that they thought was a sea serpent? No. They're trying to say it was whales airing out their junk is what they mistook for a sea serpent. <laughs> I'm not buying it, man. Now, I'm not buying it either. I mean. I, I could understand back when, you know, there wasn't very much scientific discovery going on in the ocean where some, where some, you know, uh, water, water mammals <laughs> were mistaken for, you know, ocean monsters. Yeah. And like, I've also heard that uh, mermaids were misidentified dolphins. I was like, come on. <laughs> oh, see, around here, it's manatees. That's the go to is. Okay. Oh, yeah. The, the, the mermaids were just manatees. Okay. <laughs> Have you How seen did it go a from a. How did it go from a manatee to like a, a beautiful siren with shells for a bra? <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, I don't know how long they were at sea, but I mean, I don't think it was that long. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really think that, you know, maybe, maybe sea serpents did exist and they just went extinct. Maybe they still exist. Because I just, when I think about how big the ocean is, you know, it's like, I think the ocean has like 98% of the Earth's water. Yeah. And 
that is just staggering to me. And to think about how much of the surface of the earth is ocean, the idea that we've even come close to, you know, understanding a, a small percentage of what is actually in the water blows my mind. The I, sheer, I, the sheer I, cockiness we have in thinking, <laughs> like you just said, people are so cocky. It's like the sheer cockiness we have of being like, oh, no, we know what's all out there. <laughs> it's just some sharks and fish and a few other things. We're good. We're good. Like, I don't know. Until, I... until like the, what, 80s or 90s, the giant squid was a myth. Yeah. <laughs> the Kraken. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I, uh, you know, I, if someone were to ask me, hey, bet bet your life on whether or not there's some crazy animal that would blow everybody's mind lurking in the ocean, bet everything you got on whether or not it's real. I would say, oh, man, there's something there's something in there. There's something in the ocean that we don't know about that's probably very large. Um, I just, you know, how much exploring can you, it really boggles my mind that we're so concentrated on what's outside of earth. Yeah. When there's so much to discover here. Um, and from what I understand, NASA was doing some ocean research of some kind. And then all of a sudden they just stopped from what I understand. So that was a popular theory going around, but at the same time, I don't trust them because they're government, but NASA yeah. said, no, we've never done anything with the ocean. So the fact they were so quick to come out and say that when it was even just a TikTok talking about how they did a lot of <laughs> exploration in the ocean, and they're like, nah, nope, not us, tells me they were probably doing something in the ocean. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe it for one minute. I think they, uh, I mean, here, <laughs> I just pulled up my phone and I Googled NASA ocean exploration. And there's an article in the BBC that was posted at the beginning of this year that says why NASA is exploring the deepest oceans on Earth. Ah. So, uh, and I, I see a lot of contradictory numbers. Like this article says our oceans cover, well, I guess that I guess that's technically accurate. Our oceans cover more than 70% of Earth's surface. I, I guess that's correct. And 80% of them, like we talked about earlier, remain unexplored. That with that amount of unexplored area of Earth, like it just blows my mind that we're not putting more money into it. I'm like, is it because it it seems to me like they're making it seem more challenging to explore the ocean than space? You know? I mean, in a way, you'd have to imagine it kind of is a little bit more challenging because when you think about it, like for space, you just got to have a telescope and you're like looking millions of light years away. You know what I mean? With the ocean, that takes a lot of time and money and effort. True. Um, Cause you got to get a sub, you got to go down, you got to <laughs> have ships that have enough food, fuel and people to keep it going out on a study for months, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot more effort that has to go into exploring the ocean than there is space right now. What do you think is more beneficial to us as a race? The ocean. I would agree. I would agree. 
I, it just because we're so know. worried about overcrowding the land. Yeah. That in all honesty, there's no reason that we could not, if they just put some the amount of money they're spending to explore space, if they put that money into like exploring the scientific viability of biodomes, not even, it doesn't have to be super deep water. Like I'm not even talking about the deepest part of the ocean. I'm talking about just like in like some reasonably depth and start slowly but surely shuffling people from the land and give the land a break to these biodomes. Being as scared of the ocean as I am, you could never get me in one. <laughs> However, well, I, can tell you, I can tell you right now, there's going to be some dumbass that LS swaps a submarine. So, <laughs> uh, I can, I can honestly say that I would probably, if I had the money, if I had seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, yeah, I might, I might be tempted to face my ultimate fear. And go to the deepest depths. Do you know how long it takes to get down there? And to come back it's up? Like, it's several hours. It's like 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a yeah. long time. But they say what scares me the most is like being down there and something catastrophic happening. But what they say is like in the first thousand feet, if something bad's going to happen, it's going to happen then. Yeah, but, that's when the pressure really gets turned on. Yeah. And that's the thing. The pressure is what's unbelievable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hundreds of thousands of pounds. A pinhole <laughs> in that glass could cut you in half. Oh, it better be water. The thing that creeps me out is you're going down in the submarine. I can't imagine there's no noise. You know what I mean? You're going to be hearing that thing like. Oh, <laughs> man, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, there'd have to be noise of the pressure, like yeah. popping things into place and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they maybe they put those together like super tight. That way, when the pressure gets put on, it's just you don't hear anything. It's just like, oh, okay, it's just another Tuesday. <laughs> Man, if I was going down, I don't care if it's five hundred feet deep, <laughs> and that thing starts making noise, I'm getting creeped out. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. Nope. Uh, see, like I told my wife, I don't ever want to go on a cruise. Um, deep water uh-huh. like that does freak me out. Yeah, I. uh it's funny you mentioned that because my wife and we have some friends that are they're super cruisers. They go on cruises every year and I've always been against it. Like, uh, you're not going to catch me on a cruise ship. You ever seen Titanic? No, thanks. And your wife would let you freeze to death while she sat on a door with enough room. For two people. <laughs> oh, for sure. 100%. <laughs> 100%. She wouldn't even let me paint her like Rose. So, <laughs> so like, it's a lose-lose for me. It's been but, real, uh, homie. I uh, I finally got convinced. Okay, I'll check it out. Because they're telling me, you know, I'm asking all these questions. I'm like, do you know you're on a boat? And they're like, well, you know you're on a boat, obviously. But it's not like you're, you know, getting crazy and stuff. And I was like, I've seen some pretty crazy videos on cruise ships. You know, when they're hitting some serious weather. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a part of that, I would be so damn scared. I would be in my cabin, blankets over the head. I'm not looking. Uh, <laughs> there's just no way. But they seem to think that everything's okay. The only reason why I'm not going on a cruise next year is because they still require certain vaccinations. And I don't, I don't have, uh, I haven't been vaccinated. Yeah. And 
so far I'm doing okay. So I don't want to just to go on a cruise. Nah, I'm fine. I, I, I think that's, that's God's way of saying, Hey, no cruise for you, dude. <laughs> hey man, we got, we got the Monroe Albrecht family vacation next year. So it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, if given the opportunity, I, I would probably do it just because the only other thing other than space that would be like epic as far as exploration would be to say, ah, I've been to the deepest part of planet Earth. <laughs> like, I, d- I dig it. I think, I mean, it would be cool. Um, I'm going to bring up the cruise one more time. Uh, have you ever seen the videos of people like stepping out on their balcony and shining a flashlight out? No. At night? No. Nothing. Nothing. Pitch black. It doesn't catch light on anything. Nothing catches the light. Just pitch black. Oh, that's spooky, dude. That's so right? spooky. Mm. That's so creepy. Mm. <coughs> Just nothing. Like you see the they like they show they look around the their balcony you can see the lights of the cruise ship coming off and that water lights up and then they shine a flashlight out into the darkness and there's nothing like you see the light from the flashlight and then just it's just like something it's just like it's swallowed yeah you don't see a thing man that would that would that would creep me out like i would rather be in like some super haunted place and shining a flashlight down a super dark creepy hallway and possibly seeing a shadow person before or I'd want to be on a cruise ship. And then we're chasing nothing. after him. I would rather chase that thing down and tickle it than shine that <laughs> flashlight out and see nothing. You know, and just as scary to me, honestly, is like flying to a, you know, when you have to fly over ocean and you're 30,000 feet up and you're looking around and all you see is ocean. That scares the hell out of me, too. It's like, OK, so if this plane goes down, I have enough time to think. <laughs> about landing in that ocean. <laughs> Good news. Most of those pilots aren't trained well enough on water landings. So you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your problem. <laughs> oh, man. That went super dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Creepy, dude. So creepy. I, I can't... I can't even stand how creepy the ocean is but at the same time i'm super fascinated by it oh yeah i want to be a certified scuba diver and everything but like now now see i may be afraid of the ocean but in certain controlled environments like scuba diving things like that doesn't bother me like (laughs) i recently took up a new hobby of kayaking right (laughs) so yeah my family and i and a bunch of our friends have gone kayaking and it's been a lot of fun. It's really peaceful. I, I really enjoy it. And the last lake we were on, it's called Rattlesnake Lake. And it is so clear. And there's so many trees that are in the water. Like you can you can watch a tree go almost all the way 40 feet down. I don't know why, but that creeps me out too. <laughs> like It's super spooky and eerie. I don't know. There's something about it. So like I just had to not like focus on you know, what was in the water. I actually got hung up. I have my daughter with me and we got hung up on uh, a tree stump that that was submerged. I was going, going, then I didn't even see it coming, which is crazy because the water was so clear. I should have seen it coming. I didn't. Um, But uh, yeah, even lakes bother me. 
so kayaking was a way for me to face that fear like on a small scale <laughs> so now that i'm this big kayaker i'm like okay ocean i'll uh, i'll go down to the marianas trench <laughs> but uh <laughs> i kind of acted like once i can take this i know right <laughs> um but yeah it's just there's something about you know for 750 grand i better not die i still even though like the chances of dying are probably not that great because i can't imagine that they would put people at that much of a risk you know what i mean i'm sure they've got all their They've crossed all their T's and dotted all their I's. I would oh, hope. Oh, sure. You would think. I would still say bye to everybody like it was the last time I was ever going to see him. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Like, just, just to cover your bases. Um, yeah. <laughs> see, for me, being in Arkansas, we have alligators. Do you have alligators in Arkansas? Yeah. In southern Arkansas. That doesn't stop my overthinking stuff from being like, what if someone brought one up? Because, like, I'm in northern Arkansas. Yeah. So we're far enough north. We don't have them. Like naturally, mm-hmm. but we do have gators in Arkansas, like from like mid state down. Hmm. So, so like in my mind, swimming in the lake that's close to us, I'm like, this is the day a gator gets my fat ass. Like, I'm just always <laughs> worried about it. Uh, alligators and crocodiles, I don't think they're respected enough because they are living dinosaurs. And we talk oh, yeah. about crazy creatures and stuff. What if, what if, crocodiles or alligators as we know them right now what if they weren't like what if we didn't know about them and they were like bigfoot and people were saying dude i saw this giant lizard you know if they described a crocodile or an alligator and we did we hadn't discovered it yet we would think that the person was crazy yeah like you must have misidentification you probably saw a catfish a really big one (laughs) you know what i mean they're like no the thing had scales and it had crazy jaws with crazy teeth (laughs) <laughs> like like it left out of the water grabbed yeah, it, it and it was gone it looked like a dinosaur like if somebody showed me a crocodile and they weren't discovered and they said this is what a dinosaur looks like i'd be like oh yeah for sure <laughs> i'm sure that's scary as hell oh, <laughs> yeah. but hey we know about them <laughs> we do documentaries on them we catch them <laughs> you know what i mean oh man it's we have, we have alligator season like you can buy permits Wow! Here, man, that's great. I've never gone, but it'd be kind of fun. I think (laughs) I I could see that. Yeah, it still scares the hell out of me. I'm like, okay, we're hunting dinosaurs. Okay, yeah. Let let's no bones about it. Those are dinosaurs, and we're hunting them. That's crazy. And like, I was watching some stuff about saltwater crocs. Those those bastards are nasty. (laughs) Oh, they're big. Yeah, they, they are. Like alligators are not to be messed with, and then you talk about crocodiles, the crocodilia will get you. <laughs> like, oh, see, alligators, the American alligator, super chill. Like you respect them and give them a little bit of space. Yeah. Like they're pretty, they're pretty chill. Like they're super laid back. Um, the crocodiles, on the other hand, I don't know what's wrong with those dudes, but they are pissed. Yeah, and, and hey, saltwater crocodiles, <laughs> you know. I was just watching something about them interacting with sharks. And I had never thought about that before. I yeah. was like, yeah, I, I guess in Australia, you've got saltwater crocs and you have great white sharks. 
it also happens somewhere more over here. Um, because bull sharks swim in freshwater rivers. Yeah. So um, they mess with they get into it with alligators. They well, uh, no, America. We have crocodiles in the United States. Excuse me. There's an American crocodile. Yeah. And they get just a shy hair smaller. They grow to be almost as big as saltwater crocs. Did you not know about them? I didn't know about American crocodiles. I thought all yeah, we had was American gators. crocodiles. No, we got American crocodiles. Oh my God. Where are those at? So uh, I know not to Florida, go there. Florida, Louisiana, like same place as the alligators are. Okay. So Florida, let's talk about Florida for a second. They've got a snake problem too. Oh, dude. Hey, you you say the word and we're going to hunt some pythons and catch, collecting bounties. That's another thing. Anacondas. I just watched some nature show where they're trying to find a monster snake and they find a giant anaconda mm-hmm. and they're wrestling the damn thing. And it takes like 12 people. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys are out of your damn minds. And then yeah. they release it. They release this thing. And this maniac is in the water swimming next to it. And I'm like, I hope you understand that maybe that anaconda is a little pissed that you just catched it or caught it. Anacondas <laughs> are like the American alligator. Super chill. Respect them. Kind of leave them alone. They'll leave you alone. Now, the one you got to watch your ass with would be the reticulated python. Yeah. They have a mean streak a mile wide <laughs> and they will actively try to get you. Um, and they get big. <laughs> they they are the world's longest snake, while the anaconda is the world's heaviest snake. Okay, I didn't know that. Yes, the reticulated python is the world's longest, but the anaconda has more body mass. And when I say anaconda with that, I mean the green anaconda. The yellow anaconda yeah. is smaller. Yeah. Um, so how long can these pythons get? I think the longest one that's been captured so far is over 20 feet. That's so scary to me. <laughs> like they literally had to pick it up with like a backhoe. And I've seen, um, I've seen pictures where you can see like the outline of a human body inside a snake. So it was once thought to be impossible for a snake of any size to eat a person because of our shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have now had cases where they've cut a person out of like a small person yeah. out of a snake. Like you and I, we're, we're in no danger. Um, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. We're in no danger of it, but um, like they'd still suffocate us. Oh yeah, um, for sure. But, uh, but yeah, no, uh, but like a smaller individual. Yeah. They, they'd be at risk. Like a child or <laughs> like a child or, or even or a little person. Or even just a small, or just a small in stature adult doesn't even have to be yeah. a little person. Uh, just My a small God. in stature adult um, with a with a good size reticulated, yeah, it could uh, they could be at risk. So possibly like our friend Blake, they could eat Blake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, sorry, Blake. <laughs> but, um, I mean, yeah, like I, I know, I know, we're not even really like staying kind of on topic, but no, man, like. Uh, the United States has such an invasive species problem. Oh, yeah, for be- sure. Because, A, we're all a bunch of idiots to keep shipping in invasive species. And then if we can't take care of them, we just let them go. <laughs> um, and then also, we're the most diverse continent on the planet. 
Really? Mm-hmm. We had the most different habitat types on one continent in the world. Yeah, I, I guess I never really thought about that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because, I mean, you got you got swampland in the southwest. You got desert in the oh, – not southwest, I'm sorry, southeast. You got desert out in the southwest. Um, you have the Great Plains. You have mountains. You have a little bit smaller mountains. You, I mean, we basically have rainforests, like even Arkansas, even though we don't have like palm trees and stuff like that, Arkansas is considered a subtropical climate. Wow. I don't know. I, I guess the point is we're, ta- we're always talking about Bigfoot, monsters, yeah. cryptids, and we have enough. And we're still looking. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I didn't know this. My wife just told me about this today. There is a feral peacock outbreak in Nebraska. (laughs) That's the most random shit. She's like, did you know Nebraska has a feral peacock problem? I was like, doesn't surprise me. Well, when they start attacking people, let me know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Could you imagine the documentary on Netflix? Oh god. Some some person just sitting in a chair with a cigarette. <laughs> Shit was good until the peacocks attacked. <laughs> and then, you know, switch to Ted Nugent in a helicopter mowing them down with an AR. <laughs> Can't do this in France, baby. <laughs> you know, pigs got old after a while. Now we're going after the peacocks. <laughs> good lord. Man. The fancy thunder chicken. But but going back to Florida, they yeah, have yeah, yeah. they have all of the craziest, like meanest, <laughs> most dinosaur-like creatures in the United States. So one of the pastimes that uh, fishing charters offer when you're in between trips out is uh, iguana blow dart hunting. What? You literally go out with a blow dart and you're wandering the canals darting and killing iguanas because they have such, they're so overran with green iguanas invasively. Wow. I, man. Aren't iguanas kind of chill? Like, <laughs> I mean, sure, but I mean, have like they're r- overrunning the place. Yeah. Well, all it would take is for someone to be like, you know, they can get as big as a Komodo dragon and if they're hungry enough, they'll eat a human. Then I would be worried. Um, those are also those monitor lizards, man. Those are nasty too. Oh, I love monitor lizards. Like favorite reptile. Cool. Oh yeah, no legit. Like there's one called an Aki monitor. They get to be about four foot long, and they make fantastic pets. Really? <laughs> yeah. I oh I was this close to having my wife talked into one. What What do you do with a four foot lizard, dude? Uh yeah, hang out with it like your best friend. Uh, yeah. There's some if you mess with them enough, they they get to be about as tame as a dog. Like out, there's people that post photos of their ackies where they've got them so tamed down that they'll wear their hoodie backwards and they'll just put them in their hood and the ackie just poke, pokes its head out and chills, like it's That's a freaking insane. cat. Oh yeah, and man. If you mess and you're feeding it rabbits and stuff. No, you don't have to feed them rabbits. They're four foot long. It's a little itty bitty thing. I okay, know that sounds yeah, like a huge length, but it's oh, compared to other monitors, it's a little dude. You're feeding it like baby mice and some quail eggs. Okay, I guess that's not bad. I every time I think about monitor lizards, I just think of the Komodo dragons and how savage they are. Those things are savage. I watched a video of one 
eating some sort of animal from the butt forward while it was still alive. I was like, oh, my God, because it's like paralyzed because their saliva or whatever has like some ven- venom. And so, it, like, no, what them? it is, what it is, no, it's not a venom. It's literally so ridden with bacteria that it causes an infection. So what they'll do is they'll lay in wait. And when something wanders by close enough, they'll bite it and then let go. And then they'll just track it until it can't go on anymore from the infection. Wow. (laughs) And then eat it alive. Yeah. Savage. So savage. Oh man, nature. Like when people are like, this doesn't happen in nature. Do you watch the Discovery Channel or Animal Planet? Clearly we didn't watch the same nature growing up. Uh, There's a couple. I forget. I know one of them is called Nature is Metal on Instagram. And it is the most brutal. I I can't even believe. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's like the animal kingdom and this is real. It happens. But the stuff you see on there and you realize, wow, you know, humans are savage creatures. Let's (laughs) let's not get it twisted. But animals like, man, we talk about like serial killers being super savage, like as human beings. But then you look into the animal kingdom and you're like, okay, predators are predators. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there was a super troop of chimpanzees that splintered and had a 20-year civil war. <laughs> what? Bro, it was brutal stuff. Like, they splintered into three different tribes. And two of the tribes stayed friendly. And one tribe that was the bigger of the three did not stay friendly with the other two. The other two tribes systematically over 20 years fought and took out the elderly and young of the bigger group. Dude, there's like a whole case study on it. It's pretty wild. I'll find a link for it and send it to you. But yeah, it was like a 20-year civil war between this troop of chimpanzees, these three troops of chimpanzees. I got really uh, into great apes and stuff when... Um... I started hearing Joe Rogan talk about him, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about how chimps will eat monkeys, yeah, alive and tear them apart. And I, you know, I I try to avoid things like that to a certain point, but my curiosity always gets the best of me, and I'm like, okay, let's see what they're talking about. And you've got all these chimps chasing this poor bastard monkey, <laughs> and he's running for his life, but they're hunters, and they caught him. And they ripped him apart while he was alive. And the screams from that little monkey, it they were it, it was chilling. I was like, my God, these things no, they're, are savage. They're monsters. Like anybody that's like, oh, chimps are so cute. They are monsters. Yeah. Like you will never convince me they're not a monster. Um, <laughs> have you seen a chimp attack victim? Like a human? Oh, they'll get their faces ripped off. I heard they go for the balls, too. They'll rip your nuts right off. Oh, yeah. That's what I heard. They'll rip your if you're a male, yeah. they'll rip your nuts off yep. and then they'll eat your face. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and there's and ain't the shit pe- nobody can, and there's no ain't shit nobody can do to stop them unless you shoot that thing. There's nothing, there's not a person on this planet that's gonna wrestle a chimp off you. And that's another thing. I, I heard Rogan talking about that too, how jacked these things. I mean, you see a gorilla and you're like, it's a gorilla, it's jacked. Yeah. If you've ever seen a hairless chimp, they are naturally jacked. The things are yeah. yoked. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, they're so strong. There's no, you're not fighting a chimp, dude. I, well, see, everybody got lured into a false insecurity about them 
because all you ever saw used in acting jobs and in commercials and movies and stuff like that yeah. were babies. Yeah. yeah. You never, once they had yeah. a certain age, they quit using them. But yeah. yeah, the only ones you ever saw them use were babies. So people got lured into a false sense of security and thought that was a great, like they could, if they were into exotic pets, they're like, oh, I can handle a chimp. Look at how cute they are. <laughs> they're not prepared for the yoked monster that's going to come around in about three years. <laughs> yeah. And they get unruly because mm-hmm. eventually they're going to be like, why am I listening to you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And they're oh, smart. Oh, that's what makes them a monster is they're so strong and they're so smart. I heard they're starting to use tools. They've been using tools for years. They're getting more advanced about it. That is scary. <laughs> oh my God. Once they discover fire, it's over, dude. <laughs> I mean, I was watching one video of one wandered into a poacher's camp and grabbed an AK. It didn't know what it was doing, but it squeezed oh my that trigger. God. I've seen that video. It's hilarious. <laughs> Everybody's giggling like, ah. Oh. That was what made... I was crying laughing because they're like laughing at the thing and then it starts just busting. Just pop, pop, pop. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> no, chimps chimps scare the hell out of me. Mm-mm. Like gorillas, yeah. they're pretty gorillas are actually pretty laid back. If you watch anything about them, they're actually pretty laid back and just want to be left alone. I, um, well, that's why I don't people think get... I don't think chimps will bluff charge you. I think chimps, if they're going to attack you, they're going to attack you. Now, gorillas oh, they just will bluff go. charge. Yeah. <laughs> gorillas will bluff charge and scare the hell out of you make you shit your pants. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, chimp, if they're coming yeah. at you, they mean it. Yeah. Uh, but even, you know, it wasn't gorillas were just discovered not too long ago. You know, before they were a myth. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, oh, yeah. Like in, in the, in the sense of timelines for discoveries of things. Um, no gorillas are still very new. I mean, it's a shame they're almost post to death to extinction yeah. right now. Um, but no, they're they're technically still a new discovery as far as things go. Um orangutans, uh, they're pretty relaxed. Uh they're about extinct. Um yeah. due to deforestation. See, that's what that's what kills me is there's no we're talking about the ocean and everything. There's no value. There's no real value placed on the earth anymore. You got everybody like, oh, save the trees. But you're not thinking, they're not thinking big enough picture. They're like, we need to save the trees. Cool. Um, but also, like, what do you want to do for the animals that you don't think are cute? Sure. You know what I mean? They're, they're yeah. more worried about saving the cute animal, not the <laughs> animal that does the environment. And that that habitat the most good but the adorable animal that yeah. probably wasn't even natural there anyway so that's that's my problem is there's not really outside of like the actually true hardcore individuals all the people chanting save the earth they don't they don't truly give a damn they're just jumping on a bandwagon yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think you're right because you talk to them about certain things and they don't even care <laughs> you no know? No, you're like, well, what about the snake you guys killed when uh, you saw it just in your garden? Well, it's yeah. a snake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Like in Arkansas, like the... to kill a snake just because it's a snake is a animal cruelty offense. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't know that. We got rattlesnakes, I... too, so I'm like, mm, don't let me see you. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
I didn't know they had rattlesnakes in Arkansas. Yeah, man, I'm I am totally not selling you guys. I'm moving to Arkansas right now. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, three different species. We have the di- we have Western Diamondback Timber and Pygmy rattlesnakes. Wow, interesting. Timber yeah. rattlesnakes are cool as hell looking though. See, I'm learning. I'm learning so much about Arkansas that I didn't want to know. <laughs> hey, man, there's a great car scene though too. So yeah. But going back to the ocean, it's just funny to me how we have so many species of animals on land, and yet we don't even think about the alien life (laughs) on this planet. Because you pull some of those crazy fish and stuff out, and they've got razor-sharp teeth, and they're four inches long, but if those things were gigantic, we would be, nobody would swim. <laughs> yeah, I mean? and who's to say that creatures of that, that size don't exist? You can't say that nobody would swim. I mean, people people see sharks and they're like, "I'm yeah. still going in there." Yeah, yeah, they'll swim right with them. Crazy yeah. bastards, <laughs> man. Yeah, no, you're right. You're 100 percent right. But to think that there isn't something crazy lurking in the ocean boggles my mind. Like, I would not be surprised if they did discover a megalodon. Would you be would you be surprised? Not I really. really. Um, the thing, the thing, I the theory I like about this is the theory is they entered like that. A lot of the larger species are in like a state of hibernation right now. And one of the one of the big theories is is that with the growth of sonar technology, they've been getting woken up. Hold that thought. We're going to get into videos now. We typically the way we like to run this show is we like to, you know, get it started a little bit, get into the videos and then end on our topic. Um, Sometimes we just get a little carried away, but that is great. And I, I want to continue that once we get through these videos. What do you say? Okay. All right. So we have six videos lined up here. Like I said earlier, two are unidentified objects. Two are cryptids, and two are from the same household, but they have some interesting paranormal activity going on. I, I thought it was kind of compelling, and I want to, I want to go over these videos with you, Matt. So okay. let's get in. Let's get into since our topic is uh, the ocean. I found two videos. I'm not too sold on one of them, but let's just let's just see what. Uh, what you think about these two. So let's play this first one. Both of these videos um, happen in the ocean. So let's check out this.
Now I'll tell you what my initial reaction was. I thought it could potentially be a couple flares, you know, just right. kind of coming down and then extinguishing as soon as they hit the water. Yeah. See, that was kind of my thought because there's not a splash. Like it's it's enough in the frame that you would see a splash if there was one, and it just kind of hit the water and it was done. And that's that's another thing I wanted to talk about. There have been videos of UFOs that go into the water where there has been a splash. There has also been videos. I could not find the most compelling one that I've ever seen. For some reason, I could not find it. I really wanted to bring it up, and I'm going to try to hunt it down in the next week. But this thing, it, it's on radar. Or not radar, but the uh, uh, infrared. Right? Yeah. So it's going, 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 and then it goes right into the water, unfazed, same speed. And it is traveling through the water at the same speed that it was in the sky. And it was like the water didn't even phase it. Whereas, you know, you could take a plane, uh, like a like a F-16 or something, <laughs> and nosedive it into the water, and that water is going to break it to pieces. You know, I mean, it's not yeah. like that thing's going to, it's not like a plane's going to dive down. <laughs> you know, it's going <laughs> to, upon impact, it will disintegrate because it's like hitting concrete basically from that high up and with such velocity. Now, yeah. these things have gone in the water unfazed and travel at the same speed. So it's interesting to me when I see a video like that, I'm like, well, um, Who's to say that these crafts can't displace the water in some way, gravitationally, some sort of uh, shield? I mean, some sort of shield, the magnetic field. Like, there's so much we don't know about, like physics and stuff. You know, it's all, you know, in their technology. Who we don't yeah. know what kind of technology this is. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when I saw that video, like I said, the first thing I thought was, "Oh, those are flares," but. I, I had to keep an open mind and go, do we really know what those things are actually capable of if those were UFOs? Like if someone said, like if that was a military released footage, like I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, okay, no splash. It just goes into the water. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I just, I want to call it a flare. Um, I haven't seen the videos in the water like you have, um, so I want to call it a flare. I'm just gonna, I'm, that's what I'm going to maintain. Um, the people weren't alarmed or anything; they were kind of laughing yeah. and giggling as it was going. So yeah. to me, it, it just strikes me as somebody shot off a flare, and they were all laughing about it. Could very well be. Um, the other thing is, is that it seems like these instances of UFOs are very, very common in Mexico and South America and Central America. And it's almost more regular there because I've seen videos of legit from, you know, from my vantage point, they look like legit UFO videos and the people aren't panicking. And it's almost like it's like, oh, yeah, another one of those (laughs) type thing. Wouldn't it be wild if we were the only country in the world that did not know that that they are frequently visited and everybody else just talks to UFOs all the time. I almost believe it because there, I know that there are like museums in South, I, I think it's South America 
or Central America that have artifacts. Uh, and you've seen this in Egypt where they have artifacts of what appear to be aliens and spacecraft. Yeah. And like they're going, hey, here's <laughs> here's the proof. <laughs> you know, like I, I for some reason, America is very. You know, oh, we can't let the peons know what's going on. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I mean, I've said it before. Like, I feel like they purposely. Sorry, I have like a crap load of little tiny spiders that keep trying to attack me today. Um, oh god. Uh, but uh, no, I've said it before. We're so heavily censored in this country. Hundred percent. That it would not, like you said, they're less censored in these countries that you're t- talking about where the videos don't seem like they care that much. So, like I said, it would not surprise me if we were, like, the last country to know. Yeah, because I've never heard of... Now, I could be wrong, but I hear about the men in black in America. Don't hear about the men in black in Mexico. Yep. (laughs) You know, no senors in black in Mexico. So, I just don't think that they... I think they're a little bit more open-minded. Plus, I mean, you have the, was it in the Andes Mountains? I think I could be wrong, but they have like the big giant alien that they put into the ground that um, uh, the Nazca lines where you see the alien. It's like, why are they drawing these things in the ground? Yeah. Only to be seen from above when they didn't have planes back then. Supposedly. I mean, we don't know. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Keep keep in mind the Times, the New York Times released an article that said it'd be almost a million years before man flew. And like three days later, the Wright brothers flew. (laughs) They're like, hold my beer, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't know. I'm still a believer that ancient civilizations were a little bit more advanced than we'd be we've been led to believe um i mean have you heard of the cities that are showing up in the amazon yes the only reason they even discovered them was because of lidar yeah (laughs) that is trippy because just when you think oh yeah all these cool pyramids and stuff you know and they're like oh actually you know under that canopy is a lot of stuff that we cannot see then you start questioning the Why great mud they... flood. What? What's the mud that? flood? Have you ever heard about that? I don't think so. There's like it's a theory that there was a great like landslide and it covered up a lot of things with mud. And instead of trying to like dig it all out and start over and go on with their lives, they just started over and just kept going. Like in Mex- Mexico City is built on top of ancient of a on top of an ancient city underground under it there's a there's a pyramid everything what oh yeah my god my god okay i learned something new today the more you know yeah but um, it's it's crazy to me if they have that technology why hasn't it been used in a place like alaska or in even more remote places you know because it already has been used. We're just not getting told about it. I, I still think that there's something going on in Alaska. I don't know what it is. Oh, see, mine's of... Antarctica. I think it's Antarctica. Oh, oh for sure, Antarctica. For yeah. sure. Um, I, I, I really do think there's something um, 
when it comes to I think they call them ley lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there's something to that because certain ancient sites fall right dead on these ley lines. So it's like Stonehenge. Yeah. A, a very interesting to me. And it's not explained. And I just don't feel like we've been told all the results of research and things like that. I don't know. There's something that they're not telling us, dude, and it really pisses me off. Oh, there's a lot they're not telling us. I mean, let me ask you something, dude. Say you're working for the government and you know some serious secrets. Would you be able to keep quiet if they sign if you if they made you sign an NDA like and you knew that it, you knew they had capabilities of killing your family? Would Look, you I'm be able right to keep right now, they're not the government doesn't have you sign NDAs. I'm gonna tell you right now, the government. If you're truly a government employee and they've got you in like the top secret stuff, you're you're not signing an NDA. You just know you talk to anyone about any of it. Your entire family tree is erased. You think that's what it is? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And you can't be like, oh, well, there's no way they can know my entire family tree. We do census like every year. People are posting their family trees on 23andMe. Like, like literally, the 23andMe thing cracks me up. Like, we are literally sending the government our DNA swabs. I, I kind of wonder what's going to happen with those. You know, what are they going to uh, use all those for? Uh, <laughs> dude, it's a database. Also, like, the 10-year challenge. Post a photo of you from 10 years and post a photo of you from now. Yeah, the FBI is updating their facial recognition software. Yeah, I, I I did get suspect of all the uh, the facial <laughs> apps and stuff where it's like, oh, scan your face, scan your face, and we'll show you what you look like when you're ninety. It's like, yeah, I didn't I didn't do that shit. I was like, nah, I don't need to know what I'm <laughs> what they what this computer AI is gonna tell me what I'm gonna look like because I don't know what they're gonna do with my facial scan. <laughs> Taco <laughs> you know? Bell and the CIA are being sued right now. Do you want to know why? I know why. Is that not like the craziest story? So for those of you that don't know, the CIA infiltrated a Taco Bell. Okay. And now correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but this was like an, it was a social experiment basically to see. It was an illegal experiment. Oh, a hundred percent illegal, an illegal experiment where they infiltrated a Taco Bell and purposefully made the service complete dog shit just to see what we would be willing to put up with. Like they would have people waiting in the drive through line. And this is no for BS. Like, I know it sounds like 30, ridiculous. Like over an hour. Yeah. They get up to the window. And they're like, sorry, we're closed. And then just <laughs> shut the window. And shut the window. What kind of shit is that? Uh, <laughs> when I first read it, I was like, I was like checking sources. Cause I was like, this cannot be real. And I'll be damned if they didn't do that. The CIA was doing a social experiment at a Taco Bell. It makes Wrap you wonder, like how it. many. It makes you wonder how many places you've been to have crappy service. If it's truly crappy service, now I question everything. I'm like, oh, it's the CIA now. Now I know. It really takes a lot for me to like snap at some uh, food service worker. Oh yeah, I have. I, I can count on one hand how many times I've legitimately snapped over their stupidity. Cause I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty chill guy. Now my wife on the other hand Same. is not like, so 
I'll give you a quick story. My wife and I were, uh, we were dating at this time and I had just, I used to never use a debit card. (laughs) When I first met my wife, I was like, I'm a cash guy. I don't use no plastic card, nothing. I just have a wallet full of cash, my paycheck right in the wallet. I didn't have a safe or nothing. I always carried just a crazy amount of cash for how old I was at the time. So we go, we go, I cash my check. I, I pull some cash out, fresh out of the ATM. We go to a place called Taco Time. <laughs> we roll up and the girl takes my, I, I believe it was a 20. <laughs> and she like looks and she grabs her little pen and she marks the bill. And it says it's counterfeit. <laughs> and I said, I just pulled it out of the ATM lady you know and it was a younger girl and i was like i promise you that it's not counterfeit and my wife used to be a cashier at home depot and she said if you use one of those pens for anything other than checking money then it it will render the pen useless and it'll say that everything's counterfeit yeah <laughs> right so my wife or my girlfriend at the time leans over and basically just starts chewing this girl and go, Oh, I used to be a head cashier, blah, 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 blah. And she said, go get your manager. So the manager comes out, writes on something and then writes on the bill and said, no, we can't accept this. And my wife was reaming her royally. And I was like, and me, I would have just said, all right, give me my money. I'm out of here. I'll go to Jack in the box or something. You know what I mean? Um, so my, my patience is pretty, it, it would take a lot. Now, if I'm sitting in a drive through for more than 15 minutes, I'm telling the guy behind me, Hey, back, I'm getting the hell out of here, dude, back up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I damn sure I'm not waiting to get to the window. And if they shut that window on me, we got problems. Do you know what I just thought of? Hmm. Did you ever see the video where a Popeye's was running a special on chicken? No. Okay, so there was a Popeyes somewhere, and they were running a special, and they ran out of chicken halfway through the day. And all these people were showing up. And the news was even there talking to these people, and I, I'm not saying anything bad, but there's people losing their minds and freaking out about how the fact this Popeyes ran out of chicken, and then they. So I'm now I'm like, oh my god, it's the CIA. <laughs> they took all their chicken. Well, it makes like, you wonder. It does would make they, you wonder. Would they really do it in only one location in one part of the country? Or would no, they, they be to, they've been having to do this for years? For years and everywhere to see how different people react. You know what I mean? So oh, now I trust nothing. <laughs> I, could you imagine you go to a you go to one and you get some shitty service and you just look at them and go are you CIA and then they like look at you like have a nice day and they shut the window. I would bust the door down and be like I know your secrets <laughs> CIA <laughs> man oh man dude how crazy is that though that's really pretty gonna wild, in- man. You're going to infiltrate a Taco Bell for a social experiment, dude? So That's... here's the thing. Here's why Taco Bell is getting looped into the lawsuit. Because now people are like, there's no way you didn't know service was that bad and you all did not check on the store. Even if What's it's a cra- franchise, if service is that bad, 
corporate is still going to ask what's going on. Yeah. You would have to infiltrate from deep. You know what I mean? You'd have to have somebody in there to get into management and then to like work their way up. (laughs) You know, the thought of it was a lot of people's line of thinking was, is that Taco Bell corporate knew and told them they could run their op out of their Taco Bell. Man, that's a that's a big risk. Well, I mean, it's the federal government, it's the CIA. What are you going to do? Be like, nah. I mean, yeah, no. What do they have on these people in the higher management of Taco well, I mean, Bell? You got to think about. It. We're literally <laughs> talking about a government organization that like will assassinate a world leader so they can put someone that's friendly to the United States in power. God, we live in a crazy world. <laughs> Man, we live in a freaking Bond movie, and we don't even know it. Like, the fact that the CIA would infiltrate a Taco Bell, that sounds like something out of a shitty comedy movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, did Seth Rogen make this movie or what? You know what the, you know what's the crazy part is? I'd watch that movie. I would, 100%. I would watch it so much. It's a great premise, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really is. I'd watch it so much. Like, oh, and Seth Rogen could be in it. Like, he's like the head CIA guy <laughs> on the op. Could you imagine him at the drive through Like, I'm sorry, we're closed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this, man. this little shitty stoner left. <laughs> he just closes the window. <laughs> and then it's... <laughs> <laughs> or he could be like the legitimate manager of the Taco Bell and the CIA comes in and he's like trying to tell his friends like, oh, they're infiltrated. It's crazy, dude. And they're oh, like, man. man, how much weed do you smoke? <sighs> yeah, dude. Yeah, so if the government is willing to do something like that, you know what? They will go to no... <laughs> you can't put anything past them. If they're infiltrating you... a Taco Bell, they're not telling us everything. How are you going to mess with somebody <laughs> trying to get a shitty taco? Like, honestly, like... Their life's rough enough. Just let them get their taco. God. Yeah. Man. The fact that anybody would wait that long. There's got to only... be somewhere else to eat in that town. That's a that's a yeah. That's a big risk too, because I mean we've seen videos of people getting crazy at fast food restaurants. You know what I mean? Again, though, it's a Taco Bell full of CIA operatives. I, mean, I know they're all strapped. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if somebody comes in to get wild, they'll probably just dislocate their thumb by grabbing it. Aren't you curious what they all looked like, though? Like, yes. If you lined them all yes. up, like, oh, that's for sure CIA. Look at these guys. No, I guarantee you that the average CIA, CIA employee does not look like anything what we'd expect them to. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they're. I, I'm sure they they go they cover the whole spectrum i'm yep. sure 100 percent. like you because you can spot like an fbi or homeland security guy you can spot them i guarantee the cia employs all different kinds they snatch up all different kinds going back to my original question though i don't think i'm an idiot if i knew some crazy secret that could change like man I'd change the course it, of the world. I'd like tell it, it, minimum my wife. I'd be like, look, there's some shit going on. You don't say anything to anybody. <laughs> I'd tell her I'd probably tell my best friend. I'd probably tell my dad. I would just go down the list of the people I most trust and then like branch out slowly and then realize, shit, I've told too many people. <laughs> hey, Chris, uh, don't don't tell me. <laughs> 
just, I mean, we're cool and all, man. I would do anything for you. Uh, <laughs> do this for me and not tell me. <laughs> now I would have to tell you. Let's <laughs> be like, Matt, dude, hey, I know you told me not to tell you anything crazy. <laughs> no, you wouldn't even give me that option. You wouldn't. You would just like call me up. Hey, this is happening quick. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that, I'd be like, <laughs> All right, let's get back into videos. CIA and Taco Bell. What the f- man? <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't help but bring that up because I mean, like, I'm glad who, you did. Who would ever think the CIA is just chilling in Taco Bell, fucking with people? Yeah, we might. We might have to bring that up on a conspiracy show and like talk about <laughs> crazy things that the government has done. Where you'd be like, no way, they haven't done that. Oh yes, yeah. they have. <laughs> Good God! All right, this next video is another. USO. Let's check this one out. thoughts man that's pretty wild uh the music was great <laughs> that'll get us flagged on youtube i said this in the last episode i've been having to go in because we've been getting a lot of copyright strikes but yeah. we're not monetized so it really doesn't matter but i end up having to mute <laughs> the songs basically okay what it boils down to which i don't have a problem with it but it's just a pain so that's pretty wild at first I thought it might just be a buoy because it was kind of just staying in one spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it snuck up on me because right there at the very end when it finally took off. So, I mean, that's pretty compelling. It's one of those videos that I look at and I go, it looks so fake that it could potentially be real. There's something fake about it to me. And the more I looked at it, the more I was thinking to myself, okay, let me put myself in a hoaxer's position. I would want to come up with something a little bit more compelling, but then again, maybe I really want to F with people and go, I'm just going to make this thing do some crazy stuff. So people go, what the hell is going on in this video? So like the part that got me was it was during the part of the year when that bioluminescent algae is there in Florida, Mm -hmm. uh, in the water. Have you ever seen that stuff? 
I haven't seen it. Kinetic energy makes it glow blue. So like getting hit or the waves going, it makes it glow blue. And so you saw that in the video. Um, okay, yeah, I, mean. I did see that. That's yeah. that. Okay, so that the blue and the wave kind of made me go. This thing's been doctored. So that's, <laughs> that's actually a real, that's real. a real natural phenomenon. Um, it's pretty wild. It's really cool. Um, it's deadly to fish, but it's like it's wild to see out and about. Really. Um. But uh. Man, I don't know. Like, it doesn't look too doctored to me. In all honesty, like it, that's probably more compelling than the first one you showed. Oh, definitely more compelling. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was just doing some weird things. But I guess like we don't even understand it how like they it work. Was on fire. I mean, sometimes it looked like it was on fire. Yeah, and there was a couple points where it looked like it was partially submerged. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, was an interesting detail where I was like, "Hmm, okay." You would have to be next level CGI or video manipulation in order to pull off a certain detail like that. Yeah. But there are very talented people out there. Now, if you have those talents, would you create a video that was so questionable like this one? Or would you create something that was epic? <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, it begs the question. I think you want to make it, if you're going to fake one, you want to do one where it's just real enough that someone can't decide if it's fake or real. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I yeah. mean, if you went too hard with the fact of, like, that nobody has a video that good mm. before it, people would automatically say it's fake. But if you do yeah. one that's, like, kind of right there on the same level of quality as as videos that have come out already and just a little better, yeah, not a lot, but a little, it'd be more believable. I just wish I had more experience with video manipulation so I could have a better, more expert opinion on certain things. Well, don't I forget, just have we're to... going to try to, we're going to try to fake a video here in about a month. <laughs> uh, I think it can be done. The problem is there, you know, this is the internet. Yeah. You know, if you're BSing, you're going to get called out. Like on the last episode, I went hard at that coyote guy. God, he pisses me off. That guy, man. Did you ever follow up with all that? The one guy that posted a fake ghost video? No, the Bigfoot skull. Did you ever follow up with it? Oh, yeah, I was very disappointed. Uh, it was. You want to hear something crazy? So you didn't see the episode that I recorded. I went hard on him. I went hard in the paint. <laughs> I go to work the morning after because I wake up. And I see that you had sent me that. And I was like, holy sh... And then I realized that other people had sent it to me too because they know I'm passionate about Bigfoot. Yeah. So I'm like, I go into work because I know that one of my coworkers has allegedly seen one of these things up close, like less than 100 feet away. You're talking less than 50 feet away. He saw one of these big feet, okay? I said, I walked in the room and it was like, it was almost like destiny. I walk in the building and there are my guys who are both Bigfoot guys. One has seen one and one is just super passionate about it. Like me, we've actually been talking about going on an expedition anyways. Oh God. So I go, have, did you guys see the news? And they're both were like, huh? And then they realized what I was talking about immediately. Cause I was talking to both of them and both of them are Bigfoot guys. So they all put it together and they're like, yeah. So I, and the guy who's seen one immediately called bullshit on it. 
He's like, no, bullshit. I've seen one. It did not. Its mouth was not like a monkey. It was not like that. I saw a full side profile of it. That is not what its face was shaped like. I was like, wow. But he was so adamant about it. And he was so like matter of fact that I was like, man, he might be right. So I did some more digging. And Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum, who I talk about a lot because I do think that he's one of the the biggest names and um, most reliable resources when it comes to Bigfoot research. Um, he immediately came out and said, I can tell you right now, that's not a Bigfoot. That is a gorilla. And he cited a couple places that provide fake gorilla skulls. So I was like, hmm. The first one I Googled, I looked, went to gorilla skull that they offer, and I'll be damned if it wasn't a splitting image of oh, the man. skull that Coyote posted. The only difference being is that Coyote's was clearly, you know, made to look weathered and dirty, and this one was perfectly preserved. But, I mean, even the, the small details in the skull were exactly the same. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This guy flat out hoaxed. <laughs> See, I was worried about it when I was looking through his post, and he had links for the clothes he was wearing. A bunch of people pointed that out to me, too. And I was like, hey, if I found, I mean, let's push Bigfoot aside. If I found a primate skull in the Pacific Northwest and I knew it was going to go viral, of course, I would try to capitalize on it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I will give that coyote guy a little bit of credit. He didn't claim it to be Bigfoot. He just said he found a primate skull. There was enough insinuation there. You yeah. find it in the oh, Pacific no, Northwest, is... and the way it looked in his hand, there was certain it, small. It, it, it looked small. There was one picture where I was like, I was looking at his hand, and I was looking at the skull, and I was like, that actually looks pretty good sized. But See, if you look at a gorilla small. skull, really, if you look at a gorilla skull, I mean, they're not small. I mean, if you look at a gorilla in real life, they have pretty big heads. Let me rephrase um, that. It looks small for what I was expecting. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. E even I, when I saw it, I was like, ah. I just wanted to believe so bad. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I had to go hard in the paint. But it was so interesting that my buddy at work was like, nope. And he's seen one. And now I, not that I never didn't believe him, but now I believe him more. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, huh. well, let me bring this up. Uh, the the tent Bigfoot from episode mm. one that did not have elongated face. It had a more of a person face. Yes, it did. And um, to me, I think those people caught. I mm, I think that is grade A, hundred percent real video. Oh man, I want that one to be real so much. But what gets me is when when the Bigfoot experts don't come in and go, "Whoa, that's it." That Do you know why they little. don't. Do you know why they don't? Because, because if it wasn't one, they've never seen one. That's true. <laughs> they, 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 you could, you could put, you could be like live streaming and a Bigfoot come out and be like, Hey, can I try to hide now? It's me. <laughs> they still would not say it was a real Bigfoot because they have never, most of these people that claim to be experts have only studied the lore. That's true. Even even Jeffrey Meldrum, Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum, 
even he has not actually seen a Sasquatch. And the only thing that convinced him was his expertise in the anatomy of feet and bipedalism and looking at the intricate details of these footprints, Um, which for me is enough evidence, you know, and I talked about this on the episode where, you know, if an expert is going, yeah, look at all these crazy details that somebody who was just out to hoax a Bigfoot video would not know how to do. Yeah. That intrigues me. But then again, you know, now that that knowledge is out there, it could be faked, <laughs> you know, now that they know what to fake. So, but I mean, no. So like, that's why, that's why I think even if somebody got one on really on video that they wouldn't, they still wouldn't come out in support of it because they, all they've ever studied is the war and they themselves have not seen one. So I think it'd be a, a combination of everybody knows they don't know what they look like. And then also, a mixture of jealousy because they've been searching for years and haven't yeah. seen one. And these people woke up in their tent and recorded one. Yeah. It was kind of, you know, we look at these videos and that has probably been the one aside from some of the ghost ones. That has probably been the one that has given me a little bit of the creeps. Like, man, is that, are we looking at a Sasquatch here? Is that, yeah. uh, you know, and it's, you know, I want to believe so much, <laughs> you know, I have to see one. Uh, and I know the odds are stacked against me, but I have to see one with my own eyes. Yeah. Even more so than a ghost. Like, I, I, I think it's easier to see a ghost or an apparition or experience some paranormal activity in a super haunted location more so than seeing a Bigfoot. So that's like the holy grail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, for me. With you. All right. Hey, let's do this next video. All right, this is a perfect segue because these next two are Bigfoot videos. Sweet. Are you able to see it on the picture? Yes, look. My God, that's crazy. I think it was a misidentified tree. That's I did not even think once that was a Bigfoot. Right? I, I th- It didn't even move. Now, no. here's the thing. It's been reported with some of these sightings that when they spot the Bigfoot and they make eye contact with it, it will stay absolutely still. <laughs> even if you're staring at it. But see, it they're not really making still. eye contact. It's like across a valley from them. Yeah. Uh, let's watch it one more time. I, I don't yeah. believe it's a Bigfoot at all. But uh, I did think it was interesting enough because it's like, how many of the people that seen, supposedly, allegedly, Bigfoot have just seen an oddly shaped tree or something like that, you know, when they're not moving? You know what I mean? Are you able to see it on the picture? Yes. Look. I mean, I want to say it's a root ball almost. It looks like Bigfoot's like, 
laying out for like a playboy pose. <laughs> I mean, if it was a Bigfoot, it looks like it's got like one arm over here and one arm there, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I just I I I don't buy that one. I don't buy it either. I'm glad we're on the same page. This next one, I, I think this is the one that I thought was pretty compelling. Let's take a look. Get in the house. Get in the house. Two things. Thing number one, I guarantee you that dude was white. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Only a white dude would run into the forest that confidently after a Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, thing number two, that was not big at all. So, I mean. Here's the thing. For me, and I've said this before. I like the story that's told in a matter of seconds. Yeah. Turns on the camera. Hey, get in the house. Starts chasing after what he sees. Yeah. And what he believes to be Bigfoot. Although he doesn't say that in this video. Starts chasing after it. Keeps stopping to try to get a visual of this thing. And you can tell that he's trying to track and he realizes, shit, it's not in shot. So he keeps running. And... When he finally does get it in shot, I can't tell if it's going down an incline. But it looks like the thing is disappearing pretty quick. Now, it could very easily be somebody in a suit. And this is just a well-done hoax video. But for me, I like it because he doesn't get a good shot of it. As crazy as that sounds. I like it because he didn't a get a good shot. shot of it. Yeah, I would call this fake. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying I don't believe it. I mean, that looks like it's a very compelling video, um, just given everything. They even had vocalization in it. Um, but not I mean, enough no, to I go just, on, right? Not no, enough. No, I to go just, on. I just wanted to point out that I'm pretty confident that dude was Caucasian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can definitely agree on that one. Get in the I house. <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee you. He was chasing that thing into the woods in a pair of camo Crocs, some jorts. <laughs> And like a cut up button shirt. I I just and and from what we they're elusive creatures. You know, that thing is gonna disappear into the thick and you ain't gonna go after it. <laughs> you nah. know what I mean? I think um, he chased it as far as he was willing to chase it, so Yeah. Um, let me see if I can get to that end again. Cause it, I wish I had the ability to slow this down and zoom in. But I feel like you can see just enough of this creature to go, damn, I wish there was more. 
Let's take a yeah, look. Yeah, no, I mean, we don't even have to get back into it. So all you could see when it disappeared into the thick was uh, shoulders. Okay. That's what I thought, too. And that's why I thought maybe it was going down. Yeah. No, it's definitely, there's definitely, like, just on the other side of that uh, foliage, uh, there's definitely an incline. Um, so it's, it's going down into a holler of some yeah. sort. But uh, I just wish there was more detail that we could see the creature some more. So it's probably ducking um, down in there and it was just going to shoot off because once you get down into hollers, there's less trees. Have you ever seen, really quick, before we get in these two last videos, have yeah. you ever seen uh, the videos on YouTube from Thinker Thunker? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe. So he's kind of a Bigfoot guy and he does a lot of video. He's He reviews videos and stuff and, you know, kind of does what we do, but on a more scientific level. Yeah. And he was talking about how, on average, a regular human being, their arms are 16% shorter than their legs. So when he reviews these Bigfoot videos, he scales the arms and legs of the you know, reported creatures in these okay. videos. And on the ones that he's called hoax on, he said, look at this. And he, he does the little things on the screen and he compares them damn near dead on 16% shorter than the legs. Then he goes to some other videos and you go, okay, now those are equal length. And then he goes to the Patterson Gimlin footage and goes, let's take a look here. Equal length. You got to watch last, last week's um, video. Uh, also go check out thinker thunker. Cause it was a really good, it was a really good video. I'll, I'll, I'll go check them out for sure. Um, I have watched a video where they put, they tried to fit a human skeleton inside the Patterson footage, Bigfoot, and there was just no way. Yeah. Okay. These last two are... So this family lives in this house, and they've been documenting the paranormal things that have been happening. Now, some of it's pretty subtle. And, okay. and the first the first video is pretty subtle when it comes to paranormal stuff. Um, I still think it's a little bit it's a little bit interesting. The second video, however, I was looking at, and it would have to be a pretty well. Let's just let the video speak for themselves. Here's the first one. The amount of energy it would take a spirit to do that much in that short a time. 
at first I thought it was multiple compilations, and then I realized that it's only a couple different compilations. Yeah. And I thought I thought the same thing. I was like, that thing, if that's real, that's <laughs> it's pretty intense. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna call fake. I'm just saying the the amount of energy it would take for a spirit to do that much in that short a time is insane. For me, where I was skeptical was I was thinking to myself, okay, here's a couple. Now they have more than just these two videos that we're going to show. Yeah. It made me go, if my house was that active, I wouldn't be living there unless I was trying to make some money on the footage. And even then, I would be scared to death if it has the capabilities to do that kind of stuff. I mean, the door slamming super hard. Yeah. Um, objects get knocked around. Uh, pretty powerful movement. Um, you know, it's not just a subtle door opening and then shutting. Like a um, door moving is like yeah, cakewalk for a spirit because it's easily yeah. moved and everything yeah. else. But that much movement, that much force, that much everything, that short amount of time, it would just the amount of power and energy it would take is just insane. Like if it's, if it's real, they're looking at like a, why are you looking around? No, no. I, I knew that my chair was hitting the backdrop. I just wanted to make sure just because, uh, my biggest fear on this show is seeing like on this side would be like the impression of a hand or a face when I know that I'm the only person in here and I would be able to hear the door if it was ever opened. Um, I, I've always like every once in a while I'll look and I'll be like, did I just see something? But I know it's just my head messing with me. Um, but, but I, yeah, if, if it's real, they they don't have a ghost. They have a like top tier demon infestation. Watch this next video. Okay. <laughs> Oh, bless them. more time i i do want to point out that these people are you know content creators okay if you look at the desk you can see they got a ring light and you oh, know, yeah. possibly a microphone so that's where my skept my skeptical uh senses you know are at a, tingling uh, peaked. yes i watched this video multiple times and was trying to figure out how they would be able to fake this because I thought that maybe the guy could potentially manipulate his hand to make it look like the glass. You know what I mean? Yeah. A appeared to get pulled, you know what I mean, out of his hand. That's what kind of triggered me was it wasn't like he squeezed it enough where it would pop out, which you could. You could fake something like that, you know, for somebody that wasn't really if it was just an average person seeing a video where a guy's holding a glass and you don't realize that maybe he's holding it towards the end, and he just squeezes it enough for it to pop out of his hand, like, oh, but if you look, the glass goes like that, and I don't know how he would be able to, unless you saw one of his other fingers, if he did okay. something like that, so pay attention. Yeah. 
I don't think that's what happened here. I, I watched it multiple times. I could be wrong. Oh, Okay, so yeah, it was pulled. Um, but man, that could be they could have a friend over in the corner pull it with a piece of string or something, or a piece of thin fishing line. I mean I've also been watching this video on my phone and watching it here on my screen. His fingers are actually like behind, so you can't really see if he's manipulated like you you get like the edges yeah. of his fingers in the video. And it almost looks like his pinky does it. Now, I think with the right glass and the right amount of force and pressure, I think he could fake this himself. All right, hold on. Do it one more time. Just show that part one more time. Let me get a little bit closer to my screen. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, bless them. Yeah, you just thought he was just up and down. What did you do? Okay. So the only thing that's saving him right now is it's a clear glass and you can see his pinky. Yeah. And he's not flexing it. The pinky doesn't move. Okay. I I want to believe his pinky's moving, but I don't see it moving. But it's because I want to say that makes it more believable than the first video. In my opinion. You know, like I, I always say, the story tells me a lot. And I see, you know, child toys and stuff. And if I'm living in a house that has that much activity, guess yeah. what? I'm not living in that house. You're sure <laughs> still not having a kid in that house. Hell no. Um, and th- these aren't the only two videos these people have. They have a ton yeah. of videos. Some of them are a little bit more questionable. So, um, I want to do an I, episode where we like bring on absolutely trash videos okay <laughs> that hey there's no shortage of those dude no um like a couple of these i pulled up just because i thought they were a little bit sketch um i was actually surprised on that second uso video uh i thought for sure you were gonna come out and be like oh that's bs so man that surprised me it's kind of compelling but like i said it's if you're really catching something like that you are not gonna put EDM over it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, all right. Oceans. Matt, you were, just, you were just getting in to a fun subject. Yep. Let's continue. Okay. Hey, what time is it there? Eight, uh, quarter to nine. Quarter to nine? Okay. Just make sure we weren't running it too long. Um, so one of my favorite theories is is that a lot of these larger creatures were in kind of a state of hibernation. Yeah. And I mean, and now that like with the advancement of sonar and the advancement of other things, they're getting woken up. I mean, there's been a lot of sketchy stuff going on with the ocean that nobody's really talking about. Um, Like, you remember last year when the military was launching missiles into the ocean? No. At one certain point? Yeah. Yeah. Really? And they said it was because they were trying to put out a fire. Remember, the Gulf of Mexico was on fire 
at, in one part. I do remember hearing something about that. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, what are they waking up? <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, what is coming out to play? Um, like, I didn't know this, but oil rigs are movable. Really? Yep. As far as removing them from where they're at or like they're not they're not like they're not stationary no i thought they were for a long time but no really some of the stuff i've seen is some of them i mean this might not be all of them but i could be wrong it could just been some bad information but like some of them are like can be moved interesting they've definitely always fascinated me yeah but I mean, 139 million square miles of ocean. That's a lot of ground to cover. You know what I mean? We can't even find Bigfoot. (laughs) Yeah. And that's just looking on a surface area. You know, with the ocean, you have the surface area and everything below it. So, like, and the fact that people are like, oh, well, we got cargo ships out there that follow the same route every time. Yeah. Is there a reason <laughs> aside from, I, you know, logistics? <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows in all honesty, but I mean, like, no, like people act like they're out there just going wherever they want willy nilly. No, they're following the same routes every time. The only stray away from that that I notice is like, these lunatics that go on these rowing missions trying to beat world records and they go on these rowboats by themselves in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. That to me is insane. <laughs> like I would have a hard enough time on a, a giant vessel, like a cargo ship. I, I don't even like, I've seen videos of the cargo ships, you know, doing that number. And I'm not even feeling that at all. That scares the hell out of me. I can imagine being on a little rowboat and doing it. And facing swells like that. Yeah. No. Oh God. Um, There was one lady who was trying to, I, I think she might've broke, some records but she was on one of those rowboats and uh you know they're not just um, when i say rowboat it's like built for ocean rowing right Um, right so it's super sophisticated however she capsized multiple times and she capsized one time while she was sleeping she woke up capsized with water coming in the cabin and she doesn't know you know if she can even open the thing (laughs) you know or is she gonna die right there that to me is insane but the fact that, you know, she's out there in the ocean, in the open water, with no support ship, no support vessel. Yeah. She's out there all by herself. That's insane. And, you know, you have a better chance of <laughs> running into Bigfoot wandering out into the wilderness miles and miles. The fact that she's out <laughs> there in the ocean all by herself freaks me out. But the odds of her running across, you know, whatever may be lurking underneath the water. Um, I, I just I, I feel like we don't have enough ships, people out in the water to give us the same amount of like if you look at a map of Bigfoot sightings in the United States, 
it, it's littered. It's like you took a, a bag of marbles and threw them, you know, at a map. Yeah. Um, they're they're all over the place, and of course they'd have to be really small marbles. But that's beside the point. <laughs> if you took a handful of sand and threw it at the map of the United States, there's all your Bigfoot sightings. In the ocean, we don't have nearly as many people out there that would be needed to, you know, have all these sightings. Yeah. So my opinion on what lurks beneath the ocean is for one, we really don't know. But if I was to say, I don't want to say Megalodon, but I do think that there are giant creatures in the ocean. Now, obviously giant squids. There could very well be giant octopus. Well, I mean, I just colossal w- squid too. I mean, it, when things are untouched and left alone, you cannot put it past nature. You know what I mean? So I actually had this conversation with my wife that when things in nature do not interact with people in any way, shape, or form, they are bigger. Yeah, hundred percent. Because, like, if you go back and look at well, think about it this way. All these world record animals outside of fish, but like deer, elk, stuff like that, all these world record animals, the majority of them were taking back in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. Now that we're more spread out, there hasn't been animals harvested that big or that legendary. Like there's still there's still some that get taken, but they're not breaking the world record that was set like 40 or 50 years ago. Why is that? I mean, conservation efforts, animal husbandry, wilderness husbandry, everything's improved greatly over the last 40 to 50 years. But yet, the animals aren't getting as big. It's definitely interesting. I Um, believe there's something about mankind that directly harms the natural order of things. 100%. 100%. And I'm not talking like art, like cars and stuff like that. I'm talking about something within us directly negatively affects nature. hundred percent. I, I'm going to stick with what I thought. Now uh, I go two ways. Not only do I think there are very large specimens in the ocean that are, that remain undiscovered, but I think that there's something as far as there's something to this USO alien thing where I, I feel, I really feel like they have some sort of network of bases in the waters. I, okay. I feel like, and now whether or not they are from other worlds that have come here or if they've always been here and that's just where they thrive. You know, there's also, you know, rumors about Atlantis. You've got, you know, phenomena like the Bermuda Triangle. Um, there's something about the oceans that is, I feel like there's something there. Yeah. And I don't know if that, I don't know if that's seated in my fear of the unknown or what. But once I started seeing, because for a long time, you know, growing up and, you know, doing my little, research into the paranormal i never really even considered usos until you know it's probably been a decade now or something like that um since the first time i even heard about that because of course when i think of aliens i think of outer space yeah what the hell are they doing in our oceans 
You know what I mean? Hiding. You know what kind of what's going on in our ocean? I know that I've seen um, when they map the ocean. Uh, there's a naval base off. I think it's the coast of California. And what looks to be a structure in the ocean not too far from this naval base. Now, whether it's our secret underwater structure yeah, is, is a question. I, I wouldn't put it past the U.S. government at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, not, I, to bring, not to bring it up, like, Epstein Island. Yeah. <laughs> they had an underground sub base on the island. What? Or under I, the I, island. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Really? That's how they were transporting the kids. Wow, I guess I always imagined them like... Just boating them in. Boating them in. <laughs> no, man. Because yeah. they, uh, they had an underground sub base. They, he owned a submarine, and Ghislaine Maxwell is a licensed submarine person. Like, she's licensed to drive subs. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. <laughs> no. Uh, and then the island that you can see from the Epstein Island... Now, this is probably getting me Hillary Clinton. It's owned by the Bidens. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, Hunter's like, hey, Dan, I know about this great piece of property. I know about this great real estate opportunity. Man. Well, I mean, did you hear about Biden selling like a million barrels of our oil to China? Oh, yeah. I heard that, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) What cracks me up is like, Every time the Hunter Biden stuff comes up and they try to bury it immediately. But it's like so funny because you couldn't be more of a train wreck. One of the last clips I saw was him arguing with a prostitute in what looks like a trap house. And he's weighing out his crack. Yeah. And he doesn't even he doesn't even get the number right. He's <laughs> like, I got 27.0. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, are you reading the same scale as me? And then I thought, well, I guess if I'm on crack, I guess maybe I'd have a hard time. <laughs> Maybe decibels would be real hard if I was on crack. Yeah, I heard about all sorts of crack. I heard he was riding down a water slide naked. I heard all sorts of crazy shit. I'm like, wow. And that's the president's son. And yeah. he's on record of saying, uh, Hunter Biden's the smartest person I know. And I'm like, what? Anyway, uh-huh. no po- no politics. I, yeah. get, I get too fired up. Um, Me too. But I want to know what you're... I want to know what your theory is about what is in the ocean. What lurks in that water? Man, I it's I think it's something prehistoric. I really do. Um, yeah. I think it's something that's been here a long time. I mean, the the thought of a large animal out there doesn't surprise me. Look at the blue whale. It's the largest <laughs> animal. It's the largest animal that's ever existed on the planet. Um, its fart bubble can literally fit a horse. <laughs> so, I mean... And they hardly ever see these things. Yeah. Like, they hardly ever see them. So the fact that, like, we know about this animal and we actively track this animal's migration patterns and they're still rarely seen. What do you think? Like, with all this other unexplored territory, you think there's not some that could be equally bigger out there? I do believe that. So um, I I do like your idea of underwater bases. Um, I think, like we said at the beginning of the show, um, it makes sense to me to hit 
to hit the water in a lessly populated area and then just cruise the oceans and move around undetected. Because in all honesty, sonar, uh, radar only works until a certain hard level of airspace. And then after that, we don't have anything watching the oceans as far as I know. Yeah. I don't know. When I think about back in the day, and we're approaching two hours, so we'll, we'll, we'll stop here in a minute or two. When I think about back in the day and all these sailors claiming they've seen sea monsters, I think there's some reality in there. I think there's some truth in their fables, you know? Yeah. Now, now was a lot, or could a lot of it potentially have, you know, just myths? Yeah, sure. But I don't know. One of the shows we're going to do soon is about dragons. Yes. And like I, I've said it before, dude, the show, the tagline should be anything's possible. Because I think. You know, when you get into these subjects, you have to, you have no other choice but to just throw in the towel and go, anything's possible. Anything is possible. You know what I mean? T Rexes were dragons. There, I said it. <laughs> yes. I'm going to let you, I, I'm going to do a little bit of research, but I'm going to need you to take the helm on that one. Cause oh, I, yeah. I have, I, I don't know enough, but I, I'm willing to talk and I'm willing to go see what, uh, what I can come up with for some knowledge. But um, there's never been a complete T-Rex skeleton found. I, I know that they just realized like a lot of people are starting to realize that they had the arms faced the wrong direction on the T-Rex. Really? Um, if you look at them and then look at an X-ray of an ostrich wing, they look identical. They're really? faced the wrong direction. There's the, they're the base of wings. On that note, folks, next week we're going to be talking about dragons. Okay? Next week is dragons. Next week is dragons. We're getting crazy. Game of Thrones just <laughs> going nuts. I, I do have to say really quick that I did. I, I may get crucified for this, but I did enjoy the movie Reign of Fire with Christian Bale and the other guy. I loved it. It was Matthew McConaughey and Christian yes! Bale. How did I forget Matthew McConaughey? That's one of his best Because roles. he was bald-headed and wasn't an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he did jump in a dragon with a battle axe in midair, but still. That was the best part of the movie. <laughs> when, he, a... when he full-on Valhalla'd that dragon. Just when you thought, this isn't McConaughey enough. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. and, do, and, he no, goes and does something was... like that. It had Gerard Butler. That's like Gerard Butler's first movie. That's right. That's right. Because McConaughey played the cocky American. <laughs> yep, McConaughey played the cocky American. Christian Bale played the reserved Englishman. And Gerard Butler was the hapless best friend. Yeah, I thought that was a great movie. That, um, it I'm was glad fantastic. that we're on the same page. I'm glad oh, we're on great the same movie. page. I have it on DVD. I'm going to go watch it now. Really? <laughs> on that note, folks, thank you for watching Talking Paranormal. And uh, Good night, everybody. Good night. And we'll see you next week where we're going to talk about dragons. Dude. Oh, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it. So there's not any dragon videos, guys. I hate to break it to you. So we'll review some other videos. But um, definitely no dragon videos. Uh, I'm going to bring up the mockumentary Animal Planet did. I'm going to. Oh, yeah. We're going ham. Uh, get some of those pictures of the ostrich wings and the T-Rex. Are, oh, yeah. I'll okay. get them for you. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll get something ready to go. Um, all right, folks, that's it. We'll see you next Saturday. Thank you for watching Talking Paranormal. And remember, anything is possible.